Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the great wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have learned what's happened in a car, and it's all terrible. Juniper used her professional interrogation skills. Butthole discovered he was an apostate. Reginald learned he's a hero to the people. And Quinny was forced to memorize an elaborate lie to tell people they meet. What will happen now that they've learned the Rebellion's leader, Gary the Traitor, is dead? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Gary the Traitor? He's dead. Uh, yeah, we're going to need to huddle up again. Okay, so Gary's dead, the true believer. How long ago did he die? Uh, what's another? <laughs> I'm not going to help you on this. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a third one. <laughs> yeah, fucking no, you rule through yourself. Ham. I've got like so many that I'm just not giving you any of them right now. I've got two, but I'm not giving them either. You got to find this on your own. <laughs> All right, Paul. <laughs> hey, Paul, what? Uh, when did when did Gary die? Uh, the, the the traitor was was killed soon after uh, Typhus took control. Lord Typhus was not a fan of the free bird's thinking. Free bird, was he in? Was he in Aarakocra? Yes. Oh, Gary. Is this was this a friend of yours? Yeah. Yeah. How did he? How did he die? He, he he was executed by Lord Typhus himself. Oh, jeez. He was spreading the, the edicts of the old ways of of uh, an akata that brings order, um, that that is is a, a force in the world that is respected, but also that that helps bring things into control. That's all any of us have ever truly wanted from from the wards. I mean, it's it's fun spilling blood. Don't get me wrong, but like there has to be a purpose, and that that purpose is 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 bringing order to chaos. And this world is nothing but chaos with planteers and their fake gods and apostates running around and all sorts of madness. But Gary, he, he refused to fall in line when, when Lord Typhus took over and he, he paid the ultimate price. But now he's Gary the traitor's words live on and you can find uh, true believers by the mark of the free bird. And he does like what our 40K fans will be quite familiar with <laughs> as the, uh, our double hand Aquila. <laughs> Uh, and he, uh, she, so she, she tries to throw that up, but her, she's tied up. So it's again, yeah. Just, yeah. everything's under like <laughs> under bindings. Okay, I can't bring him back from the dead if he no. got executed like a year ago. Last thing he said to me was that like the unseen hand, they had more plans for me, and I mean, I eventually just forgot about it because we had just had so much going on. Is the unseen hand still a a faction here in a car or? Um, and, uh, she, she gets a little wistful, uh, at the mention of the Unseen Hand, um, and, uh, she says, yes, oh, those were glorious days when, when Lord Archibald led the Unseen Hand. Then we had to move in shadows, and uh, as, as he stretched his influence across the world, but, uh, no, if, if the Unseen Hand has any plans, they live purely in Queen Emily's head, and... She speaks not of them, nor to us these days. Only typhus. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, it's awful to hear that Gary went went down like that, but we still need to figure out this true believer thing. We need to get with these kinds of people who are 
who are ready for a change, but like a change to old things. Well, an you old change. You you knew Gary the traitor. Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, that that will carry some weight with with the the, the true believers. the The words of 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 Gary put a lot of what um, uh, some of us felt into into words for the first time. We we'd felt it. We we lived it. We just simply didn't realize what it meant until until he did. You you say it's awful how he went down, but really, can any of us? desire any greater sacrifice than to inspire the one's peers, one's one's friends, one's countrymen. That's what old Patty Two Eyes wants, and it's Patty, you son of a bitch. Patty. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I just um I don't respect you. <laughs> um Patty. Patty How Two Eyes. Gary didn't kill you i will never understand but well, gary he moves. did abandon us in a prison yeah. so ah, you know oh, that's dear. the gary i know all right so here's the question who's leading the true believers now there's no movement that doesn't have a leader well you are false there big britches there is no leader <laughs> these are these are just people who who speak in dark corners of 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 the words of Gary the traitor and of, of different ways, but uh, anyone who, who rises to lead is immediately killed like Gary the traitor. Uh, so instead we, you know, people put the little hand marks on things or sometimes they, they you know, like whisper at each other's ears. But uh, beyond that, there's there's not much. I mean, you would have to truly inspire the the, the people for them to, to be willing to, to follow someone. We, we do need a hero. We are looking out for a hero to the end of the night. All right, so... The, the guards, they don't come into this part of town if people hide out here? Well, I mean, this is, no, no one's supposed to be in here, and, and generally we're all pretty good at hiding, as you've seen. So uh, no, they, they do come in every so often to take away anyone who is found, though, uh, to add to the corpse pile. Okay, so we've got to create a legend that'll get people all motivated to bring the true believers together, and if we need a place for them to all hide out... We make a little hole that lets people come and hide out here where there's no security. And if the group gets even bigger, we can show them the way down into the mine. And there's a place to hide all the rebels. There's a lot of weapons down there, too. So we got armor for an army. Oh, my goodness. We got a boatload of weapons for an army. We have a whole underground place that's got, like, dripping water and shit. It's a little light on food, but maybe everybody likes, you know, dwarf jerky. Then. Dead dwarf jerky? No, living dwarf jerky. It'd be weirder if we ate live dwarfs. So the dead dwarfs is, I would argue, net gain. Uh, Then all we need to do is, like, start a whisper campaign about what's going on and get people excited and get that to happen. Now, realistically, we could do that by either doing very heroic things or very murderous things. But we're in a car which makes those two things the same. And I mean, yeah, there, there, there's some pretty good opportunities around, you know, if you, if you want to, 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 to cause, a, cause a stir and get, get some, some murder heroics going on. I mean, there's the Coliseum. That's pretty much where all, all the only place left that's fun around here. Okay, yeah, Patty, if you could give us a rundown of the fun, <laughs> cool places where we could cause some shit, that cool. would be great. What are the hot spots? Yeah, allow me to to <laughs> list out some points of interest uh, on your on your mini map there, Bucko. Um, so the uh, the Colosseum uh, is probably not not from your time, Lord Reginald, but uh, it, it's been erected over the old training grounds. Now that uh, you know the the shamblers are the most of the army, there's not really much need to train anymore. If if you're mortal like like some of us, so uh, we we still need to fight something. 
you, you know, gotta, gotta fight something. So, so we, we built a coliseum where, where the, the greatest warriors fight each other uh, for a chance for, for, for glory and entertainment. N- now that I say it out loud, it sounds like it's just being used to distract us from larger problems. <laughs> I really liked the Colosseum. That's a bummer. Okay. Uh, near the Colosseum, of course, there's the tavern, uh, the old campaigner. Uh, that's, uh, and, uh, you know, that's that's where, where a lot of the bards sing of, of the, the victories in the Colosseum. So, you know, you could probably pair those two for, for a one-two two combo punch. Um, there's the corpse pile, of course, where, where all the corpses go before they're, they're raised by, by the necromancers to, you do, know. Do oh, people, that's what the corpse pile does. Do people come and, like, look at the corpse pile? Is it well, it's attraction. Yeah. Hey, it's for pilot, not for looking. Yeah, I think that's more of just like a what's around that people might talk about. Again, we're getting okay, high level. Like, just... here's you know when you go to like a local tavern in a big city, and then they give you a little map, and it's got like the drawings of the big things to go see. We're kind of getting that from Patty, right? Yeah. Can you just draw us a map then? These I mean, hands are for stabbing, not for for drawing. Math and drawing are the two things. Oh, Patty right. two eyes doesn't do. So, no. <laughs> Mrs. Paisley comes out. <laughs> uh, hey, Laura, roll me a d6. <laughs> One. One? All right. Um, Hattie's eyes go wide, uh, and uh, she just, like, yells, like, oh, witchcraft! Uh, no, dear. I'm a changeling. Somebody stab the changeling! No. It's- quiet. <laughs> She's going to draw. <laughs> I'm here to draw a map, dear. I don't like you people very much, but I got no other options. Old Patty Two Eyes, she's stuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, so after the corpse pile. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah has no yeah. problem with her general yeah. discomfort. He's like, this is useful. Oh, okay, so we, we've got the quarantine zone market to to the, the, the far west here. That's where we are. Uh, we got the Coliseum and, and the old campaigner. They're just a little bit north. Uh, north of here, uh, there, there's the, uh, you know, there's the corpse pile in the south, uh, along with, with uh, you know, the, 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 the site of new beginnings where, where the, the, you know, the, the dead rise. Uh, and then... Is the, uh, the site of new beginnings, is it right next to the corpse pile? Is oh, yeah, it like... it, it's only, you know, it's, it, it's very inconvenient to have to lug a corpse from much further. So, yeah, it's, it's just set up there. It, honestly, it's a pretty good operation. I just hate what they're doing. Makes and... sense. You know what? I've got questions, but please carry on down your list. Okie dokie then. Uh, so we got the, the 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 former hospital there in the in the east, which uh, which you'll all remember, of course, uh, from from being there. But it's um it's not a great place. I, I escaped from there, and, and a lot of the folks here did. Uh, ever since they drove all the clerics out, uh, there's just not a lot of healing that goes on there. But um, you know, what does go on there? Well, I mean, like you know, there's there's doctors and stuff who wrap you with bandages and and other things. I I was given a a, a tea full of herbs to drink. It tasted terrible. It gave me the runs, but it did not get rid of this cold. So you know, I, it, it's it's a scary place to be in. Quick, he, quick side question: uh, You said that they chased the clerics. Did they kill the clerics or did they just chase them away? I mean, I I don't know. I didn't really hang out with with that crew. I'm more of the stealthy roguey type uh, crew. You know, I'm, I'm I'm part of a stealth group. You are not. We go on sneaking missions. Okay. Very good at it. Maybe you're not. Oh, you know, okay, we'll agree to disagree. Quinny, Quinny, let it let it go. Please. No, but I will leave it for now. That's actually the definition of letting it go. Yeah. I won't let this go. Okay. Okay, good. So I'm right. Carry on. Okie dokie then. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Shopify. 
When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Snarf, 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 snarf. Wait, Goblin Jr., slow down. You're not wearing your translation amulet. Oh, hey, that's much better. Hi, I'm Goblin Jr., uh, beloved wolf companion of the Dum Dums and Dragons crew. And uh, listen, if you're enjoying our adventures, our, our snarfy fun, uh, you know, the adventures of, of Butthole and Quinny and Alan and Juniper and Bucky and all the rest, well, uh, listen, you'd really be doing us a solid if you'd go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And hey, you know, if you want to help us on our adventures, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can gain access to uh, Snarfy Discord and talk to all sorts of other fans about the shows. Uh, and you know, it just goes up from there. You can get ad-free feeds. You can uh, add your own characters. Uh, hell, you can even make an NPC at the twenty-five-dollar level, and you get your name in the credits at the end, which is which is a lot of fun, I'm told. Anyway, uh, you know, I don't know too much, just being a wolf and all. But uh, what I do know is, if you enjoy our adventures as much as uh, me and the crew like going on them. Well, Patreon's a great way to help out. Uh, anyway, I'll uh, see you around, and I'll take this stupid amulet off. Snarf, 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 snarf. So there's the hospital. It's kind of bleak. But yeah, they just try and administer medicines and stuff, uh, and usually people just kind of die. It's hard if you got, like, an axe wound to, you know, the, the chest or something, and, and you're used to someone, like, waving magic hands on you and making it better, and now it's just kind of like, here's some Band-Aids, good luck, and you're like, this hurts uh so there's that and it's really just a short walk from there to the corpse pile so you know it kind of works out uh there's the barracks uh near the hospital where, where you know uh, a variety of troops live the dark spikes kind of made that that place their own um they're they're dressing it up trying to imagine what it'll look like when they're part of the horde uh when the invasion goes through and then uh there, there's the portal bridge that uh 
those those just awful, awful, awful men are working on. Uh, you know, they just bicker and yell and, and stomp around, and then magic shoots up all over the place. It's it's ugh, such a waste. They could be out there killing with magic instead. They're using it to build a big circle. What a bunch of dummies! Uh, and then there's the forge, which uh, is is busy turning all of our cool uh, our, our cool like pew pew guns into. Uh, in, into weapons for the shamblers, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the zombies didn't come up from the ground with weapons or anything. They just had like teeth and claws and, and nonsense. So, you know, we're building them armor and weapons and stuff, and we've got all those useless guns now, so we can just kind of do that with them. Yeah, the guns don't work anymore, right? No. And then she like narrows her eyes. She's like, "Was that you guys too?" No. That was Grayson Typhus's fault. He infrastructure yeah. problem. He uh, caused a civil war somewhere because they didn't like his plan. Destroyed all his shit, and then it stopped working here too. Oh yeah, that's that uh, that that quantum energy he keeps talking about, eh? Correct. Oh yeah, no they 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 keep taking all the uh, the cores out of those guns and they, they're shipping them somewhere. But I don't know. It's um, I heard something about the the portal bridge, uh, but I don't really know much about that. I mean, old Patty Two Eyes knows to keep her head down. And not listen to rumors and hearsay unless they're about, uh, you know, the the free bird, the word of the free bird. Okay, Tom, just to make sure I'm following. We've got the market where we are. Mm -hmm. To the north is the Coliseum. Yes. To the south is the corpse pile on the site of New Beginnings. Uh, For the record, the Coliseum, uh, I'm bad at maps, so I can assure you these are all on the points of a compass. Uh, (gasps) West is Quarantine Zone Market, where you are currently. Mm -hmm. Northwest is, so clockwise, northwest is Coliseum and Tavern. Uh, Absolute north is the Forge. Northeast is the Portal Bridge. Mm-hmm. Direct east is the Barracks and Hospital. And south is the Corpse Pile on site of New Beginning. Okay, cool. And dead center is the Black Castle, which uh, Reginald and Butthole will both remember is um, uh, has a uh, sort of a moat of uh, ethereal fire uh, around it that is... Uh, Impassable unless the uh, the like ramparts from the Black Castle are dropped. It's literally built to be like a uh, a bad times bunker. Yeah, we're not going there first. Yeah. Um, okay. So it seems like friends, we got to kind of create a movement, which means we got to do some splashy stuff. We got to shut them down. Then we got to make this whole place go to war. So if we're looking at this strategically. They can get a bunch of new help from the corpse pile, which we need to destroy. Yep. And they mm-hmm. can eventually get a bunch of help from the portal. It sounds like relatively soon if there's going to be a parade, which we need to destroy. Yep. Right. Because that'll lock down the ability of More. big new forces yeah. popping up here, which is just like speed. Uh, the market, we know we can hide people here and in the mines. Yep. Uh, the Coliseum is a great place to do something flashy. Build up a rep. Oh, Yes. Yeah, or do something to, like, introduce ourselves. Yeah. Uh, the Forge, I don't really know what to do, but if we destroy it, zombies are worse armed, which I like. Hurts the war effort, but perhaps not as immediate. Uh, the Barracks, sounds like that's the Dark Spikes, so we could avoid mm-hmm. that and make that a later target, perhaps after we've weakened other things. Yeah. The Hospital sounds weird, because they're giving poop yourself tea. Yeah, I brought doctors yeah. with quotes around it after that. Yeah. yeah, I'm also wondering, though, if the Clerics used to run that place... Clerics of life are pretty hard to kill, especially if they sure. work together. Okay, yeah. And other clerics who might have been there, clerics of war, are exceedingly hard to kill. So if they scared them off but didn't kill them all, there may be a group of clerics hiding somewhere who would be highly useful for us. 
They're probably, again, we don't have anybody we need to the clerics to look after, so we might need to make some friends first. But I'm thinking top priority, destroy the corpse pile. And then we can see if there are any clerics in there. In the corpse pile? Yeah. Well, just to see if they're still alive. Yeah, if we assume if they're from the... I mean, I, think I don't if know. they're in the corpse pile, they're probably did, they probably didn't make it. I, it. I think you know what I meant, Quinny. I honestly don't. I don't know how big the corpse pile is, but I don't think we want to dig through it to be like, mm, clerics? I, no, that's fair. But maybe I don't know how big this corpse pile is. How big is the corpse pile, uh, Oh, it's very Patton. big. Oh, <laughs> you see, now you're just thinking of them in advance. Uh, no. Uh, you must be able to tell that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> look, old Patty Two-Eyes doesn't use her eyes to look into how you're doing your bits there, Shorty. Uh, it's oh. a tall pile. So I think okay. we got to figure out we got to scout some shit out step one is we got to figure out what the hell we can do but i'm thinking if it's a pretty big if if we can rig up the corpse pile to explode take that out of the equation first but do some big fancy show at the coliseum where we declare it's going to happen and have the corpse pile go boom while we win at the coliseum boom then it's like a pretty flashy start for a rebellion and then we just like fuck off into the night People may have heard of me. I am the champion of Handor. That's very possible. Yeah, maybe. And people may have heard of me because I'm the Forsaken. Oh, people indeed. People haven't heard of me because I know how to be stealthy. Actually, they have heard about you. No, Your no, name no, is no, stop, Murder stop, stop, Child. I'm making a point. Murder I'm making a child. point. You're a celebrity. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a good plan. Can we swap out the corpse pile for the portal because it seems like they're taking the cores out of the guns to do something with the portal. If we can tamper with those, maybe we can blow up the cores near the portal. Okay, so we blow up the portal. We don't have anything to blow up with the corpse pile yet. We'd have to source, like, I don't know, dynamite. Okay, so we blow up the portal. We'd have to have walked through a a mine or something to have found blasting powder. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we did that, though, Quinny. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. This is very convenient. Yeah, I have to say, it's a real real dink, as they say in the Horde. Uh, okay, so Corpse Pile or Portal are up for I mean, sabotage. I'm, the thing is, if we, yeah. blow the, if we blow the Portal first, we assume the security response will be shitload of zombies. Yeah. They go to Corpse Pile. But if we blow the Corpse Pile, the security response may be Horde. I would rather blow fight or hide from zombies than the Horde. I would rather blow them up simultaneously. Okay, what if we do that? At the same time, it looks like, I mean, they haven't got the portal totally operational yet, right? Correct. So that's like possible horde immediately, def or definitely zombies. Yeah. Immediately. Okay. So so maybe we we deal with the definite threat first. So we blow the corpse pile. Yeah, blow the corpses. Okay, what if we go around to all the bars? (laughs) <laughs> and we talk, <laughs> and we just like talk it up a little about how you know the the true believers and the resurrectors because we got to start name dropping them together so we can turn one into the other. Right? They're they're going to do a big showy thing to strike back at Typhus so that everybody will know how strong they are. Then, boom, corpse pile goes away. Then, boom, portal goes. Everybody's starting to talk. They're going, oh, I wonder what's happening with these, these resurrectors. It seems really impressive. Then they all go to the Coliseum, and suddenly, in a surprise twist, 
Reginald, and Butthole appear as unified princes, and they win the championship, and then they announce that they're the badasses, and they lead the whole crowd to destroy the barracks. I I I love the optimism there. I am worried that openly talking about treason in bars and then blowing up the corpse pile and the portal and then taking credit for it at a largely public event will get us killed. Okay. Well, then what's your plan? My plan is, I, I, you, you kind of had it. It's a little bit your plan. We're not there when they go off. We're at the Coliseum and we say it's going to happen and then it happens and then we're gone. Do you see what I'm saying? Where it's like, if everything happens in sequence and then we're at the Coliseum where everyone else is, everyone like they're going to be there. The, 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 spike guys and 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 hmm. i understand that but there is also something to doing things in sequence and building potential support because you know we do things all right everything happens kind of all at once then it's like confusion and and then we're like yeah we did that whereas like we'll gauge we do things one by one then we can go around a little bit maybe build a reputation all right. I, I knew I'm just saying have... if it takes people time to come around to a new idea. I knew, you know, coming in here, just a small group of us, that there would be a period of building reputation and trying to get win these people over. Let's do it that way then and we'll just gauge the response and maybe change the plan as needed. Does that make sense? So we start with... Corpse pile. Co- I was going to say Coliseum, but you said corpse oh. pile. We start with taverns, talking oh. up. The the resurrector what is talking. It, wait, about, I got a different the old idea. ways. What if we do Coliseum, win something, get ourselves a reputation at the Coliseum? We go around, we get approached by various political people. Maybe the true believers approach us. Maybe we flash a little. That's a better word. Flash like. a little bird oh, yes. hands. See how they are, see who responds to some bird hands at the bars. You know, not at the Coliseum. Then we've got the reputation building. We are going to go back to the Coliseum. That's maybe if it's all working and people are on board. Give a big speech, boom, corpse pile. Yep. Fucking disappear in ghost for a bit. Mm. Then we attack random things they won't predict. They're going to think we did the corpse pile. We must be going after the portal. Nope, we fuck up the forge. Like, we can switch it up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, I like it. We base their response. But the first thing we got to do is get people to know what the hell is going on. Here's our other problem. Reginald is, is super fucking famous. Coliseum, then. Yeah. Coliseum first. No, but, but the fam... If they see a living Reginald, that's going to be great for us, right? What if my mom wants Reginald back? You have to come and fucking get him. You seem to live in a world where you think that won't happen. I I mean, I... What if I go undercover into the palace? But I thought we wanted you as Reginald to be a Reginald for the people. What if I'm a Reginald for the people, but I'm also Reginald? For the palace. Which which cape are we going to need for this? (laughs) I'm going to need a gold cape. (laughs) Okay. Step one, gold cape. Step two, Coliseum. And then we see if my... If dear old mom wants her handsome Reginald back. Or if I need to hide. (laughs) What's what's your uh, what's your lich queen experience like 
Mr. Horde? Minimal. Minimal, okay. I had an insane cleric, Dad, and that was it. Okay. Oh. Well, I mean, just by the name, you'd have to be dead for her to control you, so you should have okay agency there. Perfect. We all know the one rule. I don't die. So. I agree. In case anyone's asking, he doesn't die. Now, what about fighting a time dragon and going back in time and just making none of this happen? That's old Patty Two-Eyes' plan. I'm sorry, what's a time dragon? Do you have time dragons here? Well, I don't know. It just seemed like a thing that could exist. All right, so step one. We're going to research time dragons. We have to go to the library. What's a library? Step one keeps changing. (laughs) That's because we're indecisive. I I think from what we've said, and I agree with this, step one, we got to do something at the Coliseum and get some higher profile. I agree. You could all defeat the champion of Handor. And if Butthole is in a... So we've got the... We're bringing three champions. We're bringing the champion of Handor. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are... Four champions. We're bringing the greatest thiefy winner there's ever been. Oh, yes. I don't know if that's going to be Coliseum fair, but... <laughs> Reginald, Reginald leans over us and he's like, I don't know about a Handover either. <laughs> <laughs> greatest thiefy winner ever. Champion of Handor. We bring the Forsaken so nobody's aware that there's an apostate. Okay, yep. And then I show up as Reginald. Okay. And Butthole, you still got your Forsaken armor in your tummy bag, or is that gone? I can't remember. Well, you know, it's kind you of... look like... Yeah, you know, I look like But Here's the challenge. We need me to become... No, wait, we'll unveil me. This I is figure perfect. there would yeah. be... Uh, yeah. We're going to need to go somewhere to get me new armor, because I do not have the Forsaken armor. It's currently being used by that guy from Neverwinter who's hiding out with paladin the Paladin Von Strauss, there baby! We go. There we go. <laughs> he's, he's, there's, there's a paladin who's been doing the Forsaken around a bit. Uh, if he brought the prince here, he's completely fucking insane, so I don't believe that happened. No. So... We're, we need to find mm. a blacksmith. We need to find a blacksmith who can make Forsaken armor. And based on your hmm, Quinny has to go to the Coliseum and make sure the Forsaken isn't here. Yeah. Yeah. Because you said he'd have to be insane to do that. And I think he is. Well, I mean, he fights evil everywhere. So I'd be really surprised if he brought an incredibly vulnerable child to the Coliseum of Hellworld. It would be surprising, wouldn't it? Damn it. Okay. So <laughs> we have to scout the Coliseum. We have to get Forsaken armor, maybe, and then we adjust our entire complete fucking plan based on who's here. Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Reginald and I need disguises to not look like us, then. Well, you can stay invisible for now. That's one down. Okay. Reginald, I got nothing. He won't even take off his cape. Oh, no, I will if I'm not Reginald. That was only a problem if I had to be Reginald somewhere else. goddamn mind. (laughs) I know how a Reginald dresses. You know what a Reginald would never wear? A cloak. <laughs> like a chump. <laughs> Tears in Patty Two Eyes Two Eyes at her beloved liege lord having returned. Um, so uh, in terms of getting disguises for um, Reginald and Butthole, um, you can't get armor from the marketplace, but you could conceivably... Well, I mean, if if he wants a golden cape, you can't get that here. No, no, no. You'd have to go this, into town the, for that. The, these disguises are actually just hide who they are disguises. It's so not that you can to definitely piece else. together because again, there's like yeah. you there's can think of what's left dead in this people here. Yeah, there's dead people, and there's like there are market stalls where if you think of it like being a uh, former puppet builder, if you go into like <laughs> a fabric anywhere you can buy fabric, it's just like reams and reams and reams that are all like stacked to murderous heights. 
some of the stuff was just too big or heavy to move um, or too cumbersome. So there's just like, you know, unspooled fabric in certain places or it was just too cheap to care about. Uh, so there is definitely enough if you want to just like turn yourselves into like spooky, spooky ragmen. They'll just be mm. the, the the Aragorns in the tavern of just like, who is that hooded stranger for some reason? <laughs> uh, but yeah, they'll both do that. Butthole will give you back the ring because oh, clearly right. they're, you're going to have to walk around in public. I mean, yeah. it's, we're not yeah. in a world where you couldn't pass it to him if you needed him to disappear. But it having a random invisible man who clanks is probably going to be more distracting than just yeah, having a big guy in a club. Butthole gave Quinny a ring, it would be a bigger deal. But here we are. Yeah, Oops. we've passed this ring back and forth like 11 <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah, it's not about the ring, Tom. <laughs> you tell that to all the diamond ads I grew up yeah. listening to. Um, and then Juniper, we could probably pack up the Aka armor unless you want to try to have to pretend to be from Aka while we're oh, traveling. Oh, no, I'll be back in Blingdenstone armor. Great. We'll just, I guess, suit up and kind of go normal. Uh, so here's what I'm thinking we should do here. We should show Patty the underground place in the mine so that Patty can go there and then tell Patty to just like tell everybody else who's hiding here and like dying in the sun to go down to the mine and drink some water and eat some fucking food or something. Yeah. And then if she can, make a hole or two, put the true believer sign on them so that people can sneak in here and get guided down here if need be. Yeah, Patty, you ready for uh, a revolution here? And she she looks at you and her two eyes go wide and she says, you... You said my name. I won't fail you, Mr. Quimby, was it? Yeah. Okay, Mr. Quimby. Yeah. <laughs> Plausible I, uh, deniability if she gets caught. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, she uh, stands up uh, a little bit straighter and, and says, uh, this doesn't change anything about how, how I feel about you, Mr. Apostate, or, or what you all did to, to our, our beloved Archibald. Allegedly. But, uh, but if, if it means stopping... Typhus and, and returning a car to to what it was, then 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 we you got old old Patty Two Eyes help. I guess I guess I'll follow the words of the free bird after all. All righty, we got a plan. Uh, so we'll build disguises. We'll let Patty start to work. Mm -hmm. uh, once we're all geared up, Quinny, I think it's up to you to find us a way out of this fucking giant walled-in market. Yep. Okay. So. Um, by this point, we're kind of coming up on evening, so uh, okay. the um, uh, you know the the sun is going down. Um, it's a brilliant um, sort of uh, pink red sky as as clouds start to come in. Um, it uh, there are um, lanterns lit along the the sort of exterior wall, um, but again, like it's high enough and they're they're far enough and they're looking out that you're not too concerned. Um, there are of course no lights in the quarantine zone. Um, but um, all of you have a thousand and one D&D provided ways to see in dim or low light. So it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter now, does it? Um, the uh, Again, you can still hear plenty of hustle and bustle um, outside. It really doesn't seem like this. It's a, it's a military nation state. So like there isn't really a night so much as there is just a, like it's not a restful night. It's just a, this is a different time on our mm. <laughs> 24-hour military clock. Right. Um, how do you want to try and find a way out of this, Quinny? Is it just kind of like tracking along the wall? Basically, what, what I'm getting at is between uh, Patty going around and trying to convince people to come into the mines and the lack of guards, you have pretty well free reign of, of the quarantine zone, aside from people occasionally trying to, like, jump you because they think you're here to drag them to the corpse pile. 
So there's yeah. that threat, but that's a pretty minimal threat. Right. You can roll your fucking dice for it. But I don't think it matters. <laughs> um, so how, how do you want to try and approach this? Uh, I think I've got to get to that wall and find... Find a way over or through or under, you and know? This is the, the wooden wall. The wooden wall, the yeah, one yeah, that's yeah, partitioning sure, sure. off the market mm-hmm. where we're all kind Groovy. of operating out of. Cool. Uh, so let's go ahead with an investigation, please. Investigation. Uh, 14. Sorry, I had to do a math. <laughs> I was very bad at it. Um, dude, you are preaching to the choir. <laughs> yeah, uh, 14's fine. So... Yeah, it's it's not hard to find um, ways in and out. People have clearly been digging in and out um, to to get through here, and okay. there's been a lot of efforts to stop it up. Um, you also get the sense, though, that uh, no one, the vibe you're getting from this as someone who who has been in jail and and kind of knows what to look for is that this is a. It's not quite voluntary, but almost like it. They're they're clearly assuming that people. If people go here and die, they can just come collect them whenever for the corpse pile. They kind of don't care. They're mm. clearly allowing this without like they do stop up the holes, but like they're not they're not actively guarding it or patrolling it. It's the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, fucking if you want to leave the hospital and go to fucking garbage zone, you can do that and die there. I don't care. Oh, these people are really broken. Like their spirits are in the dirt. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um and I think particularly as a, a former prisoner yourself, the idea of like a self-imposed jail is a real unsettling yeah. thing. Um, all that to say, there is a main gate um, that uh, is um, controlled from the other side. But even that doesn't seem mechanical, really. It's just a classic like drop a big bar across it. Uh, and then otherwise, there are small pits that have been dug under it. Uh, there's nothing kind of going up and over. You do see some shredded, um, you know, like small scraps of clothing and, and cloth kind of blowing in the wind along mm-hmm. uh, along the spikes from people who, who have tried to make it up and over. Um, you might even see like a rope that's been sheared or burnt. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, there's basically a variety of ways out. Um, however, for you, all of these are great. For yeah. the rest of your party, they are not spectacular. I am looking for something discreet more so than the main gate, but it's mm-hmm. got to be big enough and accessible enough for the, our, our two biggest guys who can't change into different shapes and sizes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Am I able to narrow my search or spend a little extra time to find a suitable uh, path through this wall? Yeah, I think so. Let's do another... Um... <sighs> hmm. I don't want to just keep sticking you with investigation because I don't know if it necessarily feels right for all of these checks. Um, let's go with a... Sleight of hand? Yeah, that's also <laughs> what I'm leaning towards. Really? really? Oh, I was joking. Yeah, but we've used it in the past to, to kind of be a blanket term for kind of like skullduggery and, and I guess those so. such things. So give me... Uh, how about this? Uh, give me an investigation, a sleight of hand, and a perception, and we'll see where okay. we get. Investigation. Six and six, 12. Mm-hmm. Sleight of hand was next. Yes, please. 16, uh, 31. <laughs> Good God. And what, sorry, what was the last one? Um, perception. Perception. Um, a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Um, all right. So between those, I think uh, we can safely say you find the least patrolled spot. So it's not... There's not like a, a, a gap or anything necessarily. I think you can probably say it's like a, a part of the wall where the bottom, the ground has been dug out 
the bottom of the stakes is a bit like broken from where someone dug through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weak in the area around it. But it seems like it's down an alley um, from what you can kind of peer through the, the slats to see. Um, so definitely the kind of spot that you can, uh, if you were going to kind of try and crack it open and make space, the kind of place you would. All right. This is this is our spot then. This is our exit. So Quinny's got that locked in. He's going to basically note where it is and how to get to it. And he'll come back to the warehouse. Okay, fantastic. So you've identified the site. Um, Quinny, how do you want to try and get them through? Also, keep in mind, you can also lean on any of them for for input on this. Now that you've identified the spot, you can all kind of, um, there's enough empty buildings and stalls and things. You can all kind of like group up closer to it. Then yeah. I don't want to imagine the scene being like you running laps back and forth to the warehouse. I think <laughs> it would basically be come down to Quinny, you know, asking our, our three much more stronger uh, allies to like, bust this kind of compromised part of the wall open enough so that they can get through. Okay. Yeah. You have three strong experts with hammers. There we go. We don't need a fourth. <laughs> Doc Huckleberry will be present. I was Gosh, about to say, he looks down at his hammer and is like, huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, great. Um, Why do we give him a gun that doesn't work? <laughs> he's holding You're the hammer. In it, Doc Huckleberry. <laughs> Wait, what is he holding it with? We still has arms. He's got he has oh, six yeah, arms. Extra, bio arms. He's, he's like he's he's extra arms. mechanical I've been arms. Thinking he's going around with armless. Oh wow, no, that's a much sadder <laughs> sadder situation for him. No, he had he has two organic arms and he had four robot right. arms. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. We even made the Goro joke. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Goro plus two. Yeah. It's, it's all good. It's all right. Um, okay. So um, let's go ahead with athletics mm. for the strong folk. Alrighty. Butthole guidance himself. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> 23. Mm-hmm. For butthole, it is a... Oops, wrong character sheet. For butthole, it is a 12. Yep. For Reginald, it is a 9. Hachi machi. Um, okay, so uh, Juniper, you're, you're putting some, some weight behind it. Um, can you roll me a d6? Yeah. Four. Cool. Um, you're throwing some weight behind it. Um, and the, you know, you can feel that like really satisfying, like uh, when you're pulling against something that's like wedged particularly close together. It's just like not giving, not giving, not giving, starting to give, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, um, Butthole and Reginald, uh, you're having some difficulty uh, with it. These things are well bound together. It's also an awkward thing for three people to kind of work out. say, and Juniper got in the middle trying to pull it open. It's really <laughs> yeah. hard to hit it with a hammer when that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> tapping over top. Um, so unfortunately, um, in the in the kerfuffle, since we had one of three successes, um, we're going to count this as kind of a, a, a fail overall. Um, you hear some jovial voices uh, talking of, of two guards um, who, who are patrolling by uh, and are now within earshot, which will make cracking the wall somewhat more difficult. Um, you hear um, one of them um, just saying like, well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Brutalatrix is uh, is pretty well what I would look for in, in you know, uh, if I was a betting man and a Coliseum fighter. You know, he's he's brutal. He, he has no ethics. Uh, he kills for fun and for sport. I mean, that's kind of where it's at. And um, you hear uh, his companion just say, like, yeah, 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 you know, I understand what you're saying. I understand. I do. I really do. But, like, I just like the elegance 
of of chance adrenaline and you can tell she's like kind of into chance adrenaline so he's just the flair and the speed and i mean brutalatrix has the strength but you know look i used to have to fight people like chance all the time and they they are a real pain in the ass so i'm just saying like you can put your money on brutalatrix if you want but oh i think chance has it i think chance is gonna win for sure's for sure's um, and they uh, you hear sort of the crunching of their boots as they they approach, uh, continuing their their conversation. I mean, Butthole would just like flag everybody to stop, mm-hmm. wait it out. Reginald would just lean back and like hold up a cloak to hide his flaming hammer because he can't actually <laughs> yeah. put it out without creating a fireball. Yeah, so just hide right. it. Um, all right, well, I'm gonna roll. I was gonna make the next check more difficult, but I think with that in mind, let's roll to see if they perceive. Some kind of check for perception, a perception check. A will check. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> will they see it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, my, what was it, Battlemaster? Warmaster? I forget. There's a class that doesn't exist anymore. Warlord. I'm going to make you move three hexes, and then you can take a free action. Uh, that's what these two these two characters are. They're fourth edition warlords. Um, okay, so, hmm. Let's go. Let's make this an opposed check. Reginald, I'm going to need a <laughs> dexterity save from you to see how quick you get the cloak up in front of the flaming hammer. Perfect. Let's play to his strengths. Watching your face fall as you looked at that statistic. Excellent. Juniper's right in there, right? Yeah, Juniper wedged in the in the middle. You got you got a, a save thing, right? Is, oh, it's a save? Yeah. Uh, yeah, add three. Net 20. <gasps> Perfect. Okay. I hope you enjoyed your cool idea, Tom, <laughs> because it's over. <laughs> <laughs> that might as well be the subtitle for the show. <laughs> okay. So, fucking. All right. Uh, so the two guards, um, they stop, and Reginald, you you quickly flip this cloak up uh, over over the fire of, of the hammer, um, and. Uh, as they, they continue to kind of bicker, um, the uh, the one guard who's into chance uh, just says, like, look, you know, being on guard duty is difficult enough. I don't need to spend it with someone who doesn't respect proper combat. So I'm just going to be on my way. And he's like, well, hang on. So that's, and then as, as they're bickering, you're holding the cloak over over the hammer. And uh, the flames begin to lick against the the fabric, um, which is cause for concern. But with an at twenty, uh, it is cause for awesome, <laughs> as the the dusty kind of um, uh, scraps and shreds uh, begin to glow with a golden light as uh, as the dust burns away. And he realized that the the fabric that you you stole for your your sort of like uh, <laughs> Aragorn at the pub hood. <laughs> Uh, is actually uh, a, a rare and fine fabric um, of, of of golden sheen. So as the the hammer burns it away, you realize that uh, you now have a reversible cloak. On one side, it's got like beautiful gold that would work as a as a original cape. On the other side, it's still like dusty garbage, which you could burn away with your uh, hammer if you so desire. Holy shit! So nice. there you go. There you go. It's like that Nicolas Cage pillow made of. Uh, thank <laughs> you. Rub sequence, your hand up and you yeah. see his face. Yeah, sequence. Thank you. And rub it down. It disappears. Um, yeah. So you have that now, uh, and the the two guards go away, bickering about who who will win in the arena. Now to track continuity for my brain, mm. does Butthole also have this by default? 
Um, or we'll just say they were different fabrics. I think it was different fabrics. I literally, because the way I imagine the fabric hunt going is like, you just went into a stall and each grabbed the thing that was big enough to wrap yourself in. Yeah, it feels about right. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, I mean, butthole could hold us up to fire. (laughs) That's not the way he thinks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, poop. Um, okay. So, uh, the guards go on their way with additional time. I think it's, it's easy enough that like Juniper just continues to do her job very well. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, you bend and and crack the things to be able to just kind of like basically creak up a flap that you can all like sneak through. So you exit out of the, the quarantine marketplace and into the streets of a car. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons' artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Norma Byers, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England. Three cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson! Solved! By Sherlock Bloody Holmes of 221B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now. God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years. The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website, 224BBaker.com. It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.